Wow. Yeah. This just happened like instantaneously. Yeah. Get that. You're just joining the uh, show. Welcome to it. The Morning Invasion with Dex and Sebo. Dex is out sick. <laughs> I really hope he doesn't have a sinus infection. I'm not going to lie. He's had allergies for like a week, but it's the first time he's ever had them. So do you remember the first time you ever like dealt with allergies? Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Thought, you thought you were being murdered by by tiny things Mother inside Nature. your body. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's dying. And yeah. um, you yeah, know, I, I got here. And yeah, I hope he's okay. Yeah. Playing some of my favorite moments. And then I remembered it's Wednesday, my dudes. So we're going to hang out live. Because, you know, I'm here. Been kicking it. Been playing some of my favorite moments. And then you walked in and I'm going, oh, we're doing nerd talk. Are Let's you kidding it. me? So we've got to do it. So Steve-O's running the board. Yeah. I've got the live lineup. Uh, so, you know. So here we go. 505-585-LIVE. Uh, you did it. I did it. I read the thing on the yeah. board. Yeah. So uh, that's what we're going to do so that we can, uh, you know, talk all of our fun nerd stuff because, well, that's how we do. So I guess we should probably just get right into it. Nerds. First of all, I'm happy that I even found that because yeah, let's I know. be real. I'm watching you struggle over there. You're like, how yeah. do I board? Yeah. Yeah. Do I even <laughs> board, bro? Yeah. So I had to do this for years before Dexter showed up, you yeah. know, and stole my my position. So, uh, hey, man. Hey, what's going on? Uh, just living the dream. Yeah. Being here. How are Absolutely. you? I'm doing great, man. All right. Pastor Jason in studio hanging out, and we do this every single Wednesday. A little nerd talk, and uh, there's a lot going on right now. So yeah. I think it's great that we're actually going to hang out and do some nerd. So, yeah. 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 So what uh, So what do you uh, want to talk about? What's well, going on? Well, I mean, I got a lot of stuff to talk to you about. But first, I have to find, like, music so that, you know, it's oh, not yeah, sure. weird. And, yeah, not a problem. But uh, I don't even know where to begin because a lot has hit. A lot has hit. Um, I guess we can start with movies. Yeah. Did you see the new uh, trailer for Endgame? I think that's come out since the last time we talked. I watched it. Yeah. And for everybody who's excited and who thinks they know anything about anything, I'm going to tell you all right now. Reveal everything. No, I don't think we know anything. Listen. Yeah. When Avengers Infinity War came out, they rocked a trailer. And yeah. on that trailer, you saw Captain America and Wakanda yeah. running side by side with Black Panther. And directly behind him, the Hulk was running. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh my gosh. Totally accurate. This is going to be everything. And that was specifically shot like as a lie. Yes. Because as we know now, the Hulk wasn't even in Avengers Infinity War. So... The idea that anything we've seen in the trailer is actually real. Yeah. Yeah. Because in that new trailer, it has, I mean, we I, I think we can say this, that Captain uh, Marvel's in it. Yeah. But it has a very distinct feel of, like, something extra. Mm-hmm. Or it feels a little bit like, oh, maybe they shot this just for the trailer, or maybe this is an end yeah. sequence or something, you know, like an like after credit scene or something. Yeah. So who knows? But I saw it, and I was like, whoa. So it's terribly exciting, but who knows if anything is real because they're a bunch of liars. Yeah. 
Our girl Sarah out in Minnesota uh, <laughs> asks this question since we're talking nerd and um, trailers. What about the Toy Story 4 trailer? Does that qualify under nerd talk? Uh, it could. It does. Have you watched it? Without the sound on. <laughs> um, I'll tell you right now, very, very, very honestly, I have not and I will not watch it. Like, really? Yeah. There's literally nothing in me that says I need to watch a Toy Story trailer because I know I'm going to go see it. Yeah, exactly. It's not like it's going to reveal any like startling truths about the origin of Buzz Lightyear. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, it's another movie about uh, toys that talk and have yeah. adventures. Yeah. And there's a spork or something. <laughs> see, I don't want to know these things. It was right there on the YouTubes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I honestly, when it comes to comedies especially, I'm leery of trailers. Yeah. Because they ruin so much. They can give away a lot, but they also yeah. build excitement and give you like all this fodder for rampant and, and unqualified speculation, which yeah. is something that nerds like to do. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, I, I don't know. She says I'm going to cry at that movie. I See, Toy Story 3 stole a piece of my soul. Yeah. That, I cried more than I've cried, I think, in any like quote, cartoon movie ever. Yeah, because that's the moment they all existence. die. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Basically. It, it, it was really sad that they all died at the end of that. But, yeah. You know, I mean, you gotta, you know, sometimes you gotta up the ante. So back to the Avengers trailer, a member of Stormy chimed in and said, they, they, they have said this, Kevin Feige did say this, that they wouldn't put anything in the advertising or promotional material that goes beyond the first 20 minutes of the movie. What? Yeah. Oh, you didn't see this? No, no, I, I've heard that, but now yeah. that you're saying it again, I'm like, but they're in like the white suits. Right, which, which is why is I rad. don't think that's real. Really? I don't think that's real. Yeah, Kevin Feige, the president of uh, Marvel Studios, you know, he runs all of the movie aspects of Marvel, Right. has said that, Anything you see in the trailer will only take place within the first 15 minutes of the film. Or not at all. Or not at all. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> don't the know. implication, yeah. So, <sighs> man, yeah, that's so crazy, though. Because, yeah. like, so my son, he saw the white suits and he was like, oh, Papa, is that like Future Foundation? Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. So, of like, course. Yeah, it's like Do all I know the, what that oh, is? Yeah, you, you didn't Spider-Man was a member yeah, of the Future Foundation. Exactly. And they all had the white rad white suits and Fantastic Four was in it, and a bunch of like really just smart, smart people. Yeah. And so he saw that and he was like, Oh, is, is that part of that? And I'm like, I don't know, but that's a great idea. Yeah. I hope it's part of that. But you're right. It, so here's the thing. Either A, Iron Man, who's in the white suit in that little clip, yeah, gets rescued and back to Earth and regrouped. In the first 20 minutes of the film, or that scene does not exist at all, which yeah. is a huge bummer because those suits are rad. They are very rad. I don't think it's real. Okay. I don't think it's real. Well, I'm, I mark my words. Okay. I don't think it's real. So, Ooh, someone on the live line said quantum realm suits. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. Because we know that, you know, that, Scott Lang and Man in the quantum realm is going to be a huge, huge deal because in the very first trailer, he kind of like shows up and he's like, they're like, is this a recording? Mm -hmm. And in the top corner of uh, of the gate video where he's standing asking to be let in, it the the date up top, if you look really closely, talks about being in the 80s. And they're like, did they already time travel? What's going on? Right. So again, if all of that is on the first 20 minutes of the movie, the Sam Hill, like, <laughs> I don't know who Sam is and what he did, but listen. Yeah, so, yeah. But here's the thing. Let's just wildly speculate for a second. Let's take Feige at his word. And let's assume also that every piece of 
all the trailers is absolutely in the movie. Mm-hmm. What kind of banana pants movie is this going to be? Banana pants. Banana pants. Okay. Like, imagine if all that is in the first 20 minutes. Like, if all yeah. that just, like, beat, 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 beat Which it happens, could be. I mean, be you look at, at Avengers Infinity War, and it literally just starts. Yeah. Thanos is there, and they're, you know, just killing yeah. Asgardians. Man, and- that would be interesting <laughs> to, to go back and watch uh, Infinity War and look to see what all happens in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. And then speculate, what kind of trailer could I make Yeah. if I just... Limited myself to the first 20 minutes of the theatrical release. Speaking of trailers, uh, Matt chimed in wanting to know if we've seen the Stranger Things trailer yet. It dropped. Oh, did it? I have not. No, I haven't either. I have purposely not because I'm in the minority, I know, but I'm one of those guys that thought season two was meh. Yeah. It was meh, guys. It was meh. No, people still really liked it, but I didn't hear quite as much like, you know, like hype about that one uh, from people. Yeah. Because when the first one came out, I couldn't go 10 feet. Right. Without someone goes, dude, yeah. Stranger Things. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. Um, you, you are King Nerd. I've been told that, yes. You happen to do this little thing called Critical Dice. Where yeah, I you, do. You have these uh, these dice, which I have I have uh, grown more fond of and know so much more about now that I'm like helping out at Astro Zombies because yeah. they actually have those, they have them there. Yeah, they, but, they um, have some of my stuff there for sale. Yeah, they recently launched the Stranger Things Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I saw that. So yeah. it, it comes with two. Um, so I know a lot about this. You so. do, because <laughs> so nerd. It's coming out here uh, a little bit later in the year, and it's going to have an adventure that's in the Stranger Things world mm-hmm. uh, using the D and D rules, um, and it even lets you take up character sheets. From the kids in the show, yeah. uh, which is awesome because if you want to be Dustin, you can you can be Dustin. Yeah. And <laughs> and what's really cool is that in there are two. There it is, right there. Yeah. There are two actually little figurines that uh, you can use of the demigorgon. Yeah. What? Why do you need a figurine? Because well, so there's two ways that you can play a a, a pen and paper or, or tabletop RPG like Dungeons and Dragons. You can either do miniatures. Okay. Or you can do theater of the mind. So with miniatures, you know, you're drawing out um, on like a, you know, dry erase board, uh, you know, different scenarios and what the, the the place where the characters are. Like, okay, there's a tree over here. Here's the road. You know, da, 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 da. Yeah. And then you have the little figurines of like goblins and then like your characters and you're moving them around to represent where it is. And it also helps to go like, well, you know, your character can go 30 feet on their turn. How far exactly is 30 feet? And, you know, this effect happens in a, you know, five by five square or a yeah. you know, 10 by 10 square. How Who gets caught in that effect? But theater of the mind is uh, in some ways easier, some ways uh, harder, but it's definitely cheaper. Yeah. Where you don't have anything to look at. It's all happening in your imagination and the, sh- the shared imagination of the people around it. And so, you know, you can just say, uh, you know, as the person telling the story, yeah, I think you're close enough to get there, but just, you know, or this or that. And so it's just different ways of doing it. So for like, for me, I don't really do miniatures because they cost a lot of money. Right. And like, you know, what do you, and then also too, it's like, what do you do? Like, you know, you want to have a battle with like five co- kobolds and you have three miniatures. So now what? Now you have to like, well, imagine that this bear figurine is actually a kobold. <laughs> just, just use your imagination, Man, guys. Man, you've just gone deep nerd. Yeah, but that's- Jeff that's, gone level seven. That's one of the I big problems. I don't even problems. know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So either you can only use the pieces that you have or you could just make it up. So okay. for me, what I do a lot of times is kind of a hybrid approach where like my kids, when we play, they have their own uh, miniatures that I went and you know got for them, yeah. which is cool. 
And then for like all the other things, it's a hybrid approach where actually I use coins. I just use like change. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was so, that. That was when yeah, we, we did that at your yeah, house too. that one time. And so what's great about that is that you always have pocket change. Just look through the couch <laughs> and you're, you're good to go. It's super cheap. And, you know, then you can represent uh, enemies that are more difficult by larger denominations of coins. Yeah. So something that's really easy is a penny. Something that's like a little harder is a nickel. A mini boss maybe is like a, a, you know, Gosh, a dime nerd, or a quarter. Nerd. And then you also, what's really great about coins is that you can take a dry erase marker and you can write on them. And so if that uh, that uh, foe is blind for like two rounds, you can yeah. just write B on it so you don't forget. And then when it's done, you just wipe it off. Wow. I got more than a bargain for. Yeah. You opened this Somebody door. Somebody just said, uh, we just use Star Wars Lego yes. minifigs. So minifigs are great for that for Lego. That's hilarious. So we use that a lot as well um, when we have it. And so... Uh, we actually will. What's great is that if you get uh, characters to have like you know swords and bows and arrows, guys, you he's can got use like this little like <laughs> gleam in my eye. Yes, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm suddenly awake I, now. I apologize. And I, I apologize to everyone. No, no, they love this. Uh, no, everyone's super interested in this. Uh, yeah, Lego minifigs are great at this. Um, oh, in fact, so I found this really great source for for some minifigs, and I bought them for my kids. And there's like a Venom minifig, which oh, is really my gosh. cool couple Ninjago, a Hawk Girl, and I got them mostly because their accessories they came with are really cool, and I could repurpose them for playing games. Wow. Wow. So yeah, minifigs are a great way to do that. Here's the crazy thing. Apparently, I mean, back in the 80s, Dungeons and Dragons was big. And yeah. now, obviously, I, I'm seeing it as a resurgence. It Clearly, is. It like, is. There, were, there have always been sweaty, um, <laughs> terrible ne nerds everywhere. Sweaty neckbeards in the yes, basement. Yes. Yes. Who had been playing it, but now it's becoming more accessible. So much so that Dinto just tried and said his son's going to Eisenhower Middle School, and uh, they have a D and D club. Yes, like at his school. That's becoming more and more common. And I fully it's support unreal. that. So yeah, uh, hanging out and and uh, working at Astro Zombies, I I I didn't realize how big it was. I mean, clearly, you know, you you had me play it once and and whatever, and then. I, I I've heard because Stranger Things, <laughs> yeah. but now being there, yeah, that's a lot of what we sell. <laughs> it is. You guys, <laughs> you guys have a great I, selection. I could not believe that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this yeah. is real, and it's not. Steve, it was not just thirty-seven-year-old <laughs> dudes in their parents' no. basement. It's like, oh, this guy's this guy looks cool. Yeah. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons stuff, huh? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Steve at the counter, silently judging people at a comic book store. Come on. No, it's not just me. So what's uh, what the big resurgence honestly has been in the last four years because they released a new edition with uh, honestly easier rules, more streamlined yeah. and easier to jump in. And so they've really kind of opened wide the door of of this hobby. And also you can't negate the, the nostalgia effect. Yeah. So people who you did can't. play in the 80s, in the early 90s uh, are our age. And now they're like, oh, I want to get back into that. And they have kids and they want to teach them. And so they're really hyped on it. And then also there's things like uh, YouTube shows and, and Twitch shows like Critical Role that have really added to it. This um, is real, guys. It this is. is so Critical Role is a really um, cool show because what it is, it's some of the most famous voice actors for cartoons. Oh, okay. Like Ninja Turtles and Teen Titans Go and a bunch of anime stuff. And they're all the players and the game master. Oh, okay. And so they're playing live for like Got two, it. three hours on every Thursday night at seven o'clock uh, Pacific. <laughs> and and so when like something happens, like they're giving the full force of their art, of their vocal art to it, 
and it's riveting. Yeah. And they've been doing that since the last four years or so, and they have hundreds of thousands of viewers every week. Unreal. They just started a Kickstarter to do a single one-hour cartoon, and it hit a million dollars okay, in I'm 45 sorry, minutes. One okay. million dollars. <laughs> They're up to seven and a half I, million I dollars two weeks out. I can't! That's, that's that's deep nerd. That's right the there. amount of nerd love for yeah. this kind of thing. Okay. So so right. so to answer your question, yes, a Stranger yeah. Things module for D and D is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break, but uh, uh, coming up, you know, Marvel, yes, and Amen. Um, I recently went and saw Aquaman finally, and um, you have things to say about it. I mentioned it before. I don't want to. I don't want to judge it too harshly. Um, however. It's it's DC just to me they're they're never gonna be no. where Marvel is and um, it was a fun ride yeah it's fun yeah um yeah yeah so that's all I'm gonna say about that however Ezra Miller he was in the Justice League plays the Flash yeah got some news on the new Flash standalone film yeah um James Gunn was just brought back into the Marvel fold, mm-hmm. got some news about Suicide Squad 2, yeah. the movie that he was going to be doing. Oh. That he's probably still going to be doing. Oh, good. Okay. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, I got some news according to the producer of Shazam. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about that. It is the Morning Invasion. We're live. We're hanging out. Stay with us. Switchfoot native tongue right here on Star 88. Good morning. High of 63 degrees. (laughs) Is it really going to be 63 degrees today? Do we know this? Yeah. Yeah. I I looked it up before we got on. I'm a consummate professional. You really are, sir. You really are. But right now it's 42, so wear a coat. Okay. Just New Mexico. (laughs) We got to get back into that nerd talk. Let's go talk to the nerds. Welcome back to Nerd Talk. I am your host, Steven. With me, as always, is my friend, Jason. Hi. Uh, a minute ago, we were talking a little bit about Dungeons & Dragons, and uh, you you had a, a just a great tip about uh, coins and uh, using a dry erase marker and uh, so that you could do something I wasn't paying attention. Uh, David on YouTube says, literally just changed my life with the D&D change tips. Change for change. So... Change yeah. for change. Yeah. That's that's my new charity. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> although not a bad idea. Let's put a pin in that. Um, okay. Yeah. No, and that's the kind of stuff that I put up on my Instagram. So if you need On your more, Instagram? Yeah. Crit- at Critical Dice on okay. Instagram. And uh, yeah, I put up just tons of You're like a ideas. famous nerd. People don't realize this because it's like, oh, it's Pastor Jason from Calvary Knob Hill. And then- uh, you are known by other names across the land of Asgard. E mostly just Astro Jason. zombies, really. Yeah. yeah, just Jason of Critical Dice. Yeah, no, I mean, there's a you're hu- like there's king a, nerd when it comes to Dungeons and Dragons. There's a pretty big community on Instagram, uh, and and I get a lot of love from them. But most days I'm just me, and okay. rarely do I meet someone who's like, "Hey, you're that guy from the thing." I'm like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> yes, I'm the guy from the thing. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. good job. Thanks, man. Yeah. Pr- proud of you, man. Yeah, just trying You're to make just... uh, D&D more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of making things more fun. Yes. Recently, DC Comics. Previously on Batman. Known as Direct Comic Comics. What does DC stand for? Detective Comics. <laughs> okay. 
based on the original Batman series. Is that real? Yes. I just learned something. Yeah. I really, truly did not know that. My son and I played this game where we tried to stump each other on comic trivia. Okay. And, uh... Dude, when my boys were little, they always wanted to play the superhero game. So yeah. I would have to give them his their their real name. Yeah. And then he'd try they'd try and give us like, right. you know. So it'd be like Warren Worthington the third. Angel. Yeah. Yeah. So and yeah. but that would be like 30 minutes. And so then I would get to a point where I'd be like, um I'm I'm out, guys. I don't know yeah. any more names. Uh uh Richard Smythe. Uh yeah. Oh. Um, I don't know. Spider Slayers. Gosh, dude, I'm out. Yeah. Okay, here's one we did. I did with my son the other day. Okay. Name four superheroes from either DC or Marvel okay. who have a costume that is primarily yellow. Reverse Flash? Nope, that's not a hero. Oh, you said hero. I did. Name a hero. Yes. A hero. So you can't use Reverse Flash, can't use Sinestro. Can't use Sinestro. But either, either company. Okay. Superhero has a costume that's primarily Whoa, yellow. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Can't I just name like four X-Men from first class? They're primarily yellow. Yeah, you I can prove it right now yeah. because they're tattooed oh, on my forearm. You mean forearm. this giant black leotard with a little yellow <laughs> stripe in the middle? Primarily yellow. Uh-huh. You could, but that'd be cheating and not fulfilling at all. <laughs> Maybe to you. I'm all about that quick Correct. end game, bro. Come on, you can't do any of this? Uh, Come on, four, you can do it. Four yellow heroes. Yes. I can think of at least two hmm. Avengers, two X-Men. Primarily yellow. I can think of a Justice League member. Does Human Torch count? Because when he's nope. on fire, he's like orange and yellow. Yeah. See, orange is a color, and <laughs> that color isn't yellow. Primarily yellow. This yeah. is the oddest thing I've ever had to think about. Okay. Well, who's the most like physically powerful um, Avenger from the comics? Physically powerful? Mm -hmm. Hyperion? Yeah. <laughs> And he's a takeoff of Superman. And there's another takeoff of Superman character in Avengers. Who's yellow? Yeah, Sentry. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Sentry's yellow. Yeah, but he's blue, too. He's got a blue cape and a blue belt and blue Yeah, and then blue a boots. giant yellow leotard that covers <sighs> the whole thing. That's about the same yellow and blue ratio to my X-Men characters. <sighs> Tell oh, me I'm wrong! Okay, so people are jumping in. <laughs> And they said Wolverine, Banshee. Both of those can't know the yellow costume he stole from the Shi'ar. X-Men character. I just said that, and it's like you half yellow. All. I'm thinking of like a yellow character because somebody just said OG Luke Cage. He's got a yellow t-shirt. That would count. Oh, God, I hate you. You and your nerd rules. This is a lie. This game is a lie. I don't want to play. Jubilee. Because she's got a yellow jacket? A giant yellow jacket, yeah, yes. Yeah, but she's wearing all different colors elsewhere. <sighs> Booster gold. <laughs> Fine. Talk about Batman or whatever. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> Someone said yellow Power Ranger. I don't like you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, go away. Oh, man. Well, speaking of Flash or Reverse Flash. <laughs> man. Ezra Miller, who played the Flash in Justice League, has signed on, of course. He, he's under contract. He wants to do more movies, including a standalone Flash. Yeah. However, did you see this news? No. Don't look. Okay, I won't. This movie is supposed to have already started. Like, they, they, they're they supposed to be in production. However, right. um, Ezra Miller read the script and said... <clears throat> Needed to take a shower? He hated it. Yeah. He said he was too comical. 
It was too lighthearted. Oh. And he doesn't like it. So he's rushing to produce his own script. Wow. Because he wants the characters to stay on par with the gritty, dark. <sighs> yeah, because that's worked so well for DC. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess they took a lighthearted approach. John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Um, who have been on board the project since January 2018. They had a lighthearted approach to the material. Um, you know, they've done movies like Spider-Man Homecoming, Gosh. Game Night. They knows them some comedy. Yeah. Um, and some good superhero movies. Spider-Man Homecoming. Well, uh, Ezra Miller didn't like that and uh, said... Barry Allen was never really lighthearted. That was more Wally West. So he wants it to be more of a serious, dark, gritty take. So he actually has hired Grant Morrison, right. a com famous comic writer. Yeah, very famous. Um, and they are going to co-write a new script. The, the scary thing is Ezra Miller only has a contract with The Flash until May. So if they can't get something oh, in wow. place by May, okay. they're just going to scrub it all together. Wow. So. so here's the thing. One, good for him for being dedicated to the character and going to the Titanic, you know, uh, job of trying to rewrite an entire script. But at the same time, the guys who wrote the script, they have some great pedigree and they know what they're doing. This is what's frustrating me is the fact that I think they had a, they had a good thing going there for about five minutes. And yeah. then because DC, like everything's just getting ruined again. Why does everything have to be so dark? Yeah, exactly. Because here's the thing. That has gone, like, it was okay for Batman because, yeah. you know, Batman. Yeah. And then they started to like, expand. It stopped working as well. Like, I mean, su for Superman, okay, sure. Yeah. And then you get to Wonder Woman, okay, yeah, these are the big three for DC. And then yeah. you keep going, you're like, why? Why are you doing this? You know? And so it's just like, at this point, for Ezra Miller, what does he have to lose? Yeah. Everyone's going to go, yeah, I'll go see it, but it's going to be terrible. You know why? Because it's DC. And if it's not, he'll blow him out of the water. Uh, if it's not, he'll blow him out of the water. No. Am I right? No, come on. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, no, I'll give you speaking, high five. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So speaking of Gritty and Dark and DC, did you go see Aquaman? Did you see that movie? Uh, did you see Aquaman? No. Okay. Not yet. I took Brody. Yeah. And if it says anything, one, Brody absolutely loved it. Yeah. But two... There were two major moments in the film that he was able to identify because, because of, of the, the trailer. trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you talking about that before. But that's how it goes. But also... Six years old! What an astute young man. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, uh, this, was, this well. was announced uh, a couple weeks ago, actually. About a month ago now. Um, Aquaman, very successful. Yeah. And so, Warner Brothers being Warner Brothers and can't really figure out their identity, I guess, or what yeah. they want to do. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. But... There are a, there's a certain group of people in the film Aquaman. Yeah, the trench, which is like they were part of Atlantis, and when it all split apart, they basically de-evolved, and they're they just look like evil creatures at this yeah, point. Yeah, kind of like Sahuagin from D and D. Sure. There's like one person <laughs> listening who's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or Sahuagins, as I they're call called them. the trench. Yeah. Well, uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter. Warner Brothers is bringing a spinoff from the Aquaman universe. Tales from the Trench? And yes, it's going to be the what? Trench. Really? Yes. I was joking. It is, it is James Wan, who directed um, Aquaman, is actually most notably known for his horror films like Saw. 
Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah, he directed, yeah, he directed horror films before he did Aquaman. So he's decided, hey, um, we should do this. He directed Saw, The Conjuring, Insidious, not movies I'm recommending. No. Um, and so there's going to be now a DC horror film called The Trench. That's, that's based cool. upon the evil characters in Aquaman. So let me say two things about that. Number one, the person in the live line said, I'm that one person. I literally said, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, isn't this just a horror version of Creature of the Black Lagoon? Uh, kind of. I mean, they're all there. The trench is a bunch. It's not just one person. It's, it's well, yeah. The like, creatures. From these the Black are Lagoon. all these yeah. are all. Evil. That's a cool promo shot. It's actually that scene was pretty fantastic, minus the fact that Aquaman is um, swimming at light speed with a flare underwater. <laughs> and I'm like, that's cute. How's that flare? Yeah. I like, are there waterproof flares? Yeah. Magnesium. They're, oh. Magnesium. If well, you duh. ignite it, it doesn't Gosh, need oxygen to burn. I needed you. I needed you at the well, movie theater because I was going, this is the stupidest thing. Well, how do you think they do under underwater welding? Oh, yeah. To repair docks and ships. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Because these are the things I think about when I'm watching Aquaman. Oh, is that only me? Oh, yes. That's only you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes I forget how um, not normal I am. Is there anyone else? Anyone else? Okay. Oh, just man. me. Dendo says, I thought you liked dark characters, Steve-O. So here's the thing, and, and this may be a good conversation to have. Yeah, Cable. I do like dark characters. I don't like dark for the sake of dark. Yeah. Mark Millar, yeah. uh, he's a comic writer. He's known for that very yes, thing. Yes, he is. He's dark for the sake of dark. Yeah, uh, I, Miller wrote... Um, uh, oh, man, Wanted. Wanted, yeah, that's what he I'm wrote, thinking of. Yeah, he Which wrote, is super dark. Super dark. And, and it was... Disturbing. Yes. And, and so... You take a comic book like The Walking Dead, which I don't read anymore because right. it felt like it was just murderous and dark for the sake of dark. Right. Trying to get a rise out of you. Right. And we read comics in the 90s. We, we've been there, done yeah. that. Yeah. And so I, I care about characters being authentic. So yeah. if, if a character has a like a Killmonger has a yeah. dark backstory um, it, to where you're like, I can understand his perspective. He's wrong, but I can understand his perspective. Um, that's one thing, but I don't like dark for the sake of dark. And yeah. sometimes it feels like with certain people, DC, um, that they go dark for the sake of dark because the dark night worked. And so then everything after that had to be right. grittier and real and darker. And right. those so, aren't things I want to take my kids yeah, to. <laughs> they tried to adapt something along the wrong axis. Yes. The reason dark night worked is because... It was a real and authentic story. Yeah. And for him, it had to be dark. It's it's his whole mythos. This is the whole thing behind it. It's it's, it's a very rich man uh, dealing poorly with his parents' death. Right. Right. And so, yeah. but Superman's not, He's not like dark. that. Which is why I liked, I liked Man of Steel. I really I did, did. I didn't think it was too dark. I thought that they went for the right, and Wonder Woman, they went for the right mm -hmm. attitude. Aquaman, I guess, if you're like a surfer bro that loved Point Break, <laughs> which I am. It was fun. It just wasn't. I was expecting different because everybody said it was the best DC film. It, it was so was. much fun. It was so much fun. Right on. But I mean, there was there was none depth, if you will. <laughs> none of depth. There's got to be an Atlantis joke in there somewhere. <laughs> I, I think you just made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, so yeah, I, I'm not I'm not a fan of dark for the sake of dark. Which uh, speaking of Suicide Squad, right? That was one that kind of felt. Yeah, it was trying to be funny and dark at the same time. Yeah, the, and also too, that movie needed a, a, a much better editor. Well, yeah, a, a much it was better all everything. over the place. It was, it was. So uh, we do know that DC fans were excited when James Gunn yes. was 
tapped to write and direct the new Suicide Squad, which we now know is going to be a complete reboot. Good. Uh, Idris Elba is replacing uh, Will Smith as the as the role of Deadshot. Nice. Yes, please. Um, oh, he's too busy granting wishes. What? <laughs> Well, people got nervous because all of a sudden Disney announces that he's doing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah. So where does that leave him with the Suicide Squad? And I guess Marvel uh, and DC, because 2019 and they both love money, they're shook sh hands. They're sharing custody. And uh, yeah, the producer on Shazam and Aquaman, Peter Safran, said Suicide Squad is still James Gunn's top priority. Cool. Um, he's going to do that. And so it's not going to change with uh, him returning to Guardians, the timetable on that, because he already had a script in place for Guardians. Okay. So he's going to complete Suicide Squad and then go directly to Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, great. So James Gunn, I think, is a great, has a great ability as a director to yeah. create movies that are action-filled and fun. I mean, I think the Guardian movies are probably the most fun and the most funny of all these Marvel action films. Yeah. And so when you place him in a scenario like doing something for DC, do you think he can make the best DC movie ever? Yes. Will they let him be him himself? I, I, I do. I absolutely do, and I think it's going to be. Um, it releases August 6, 2021. Gosh, so far um, away. I know! And all we know so far is Idris Elba will play Deadshot. It's not called Suicide Squad 2. It's a complete reboot. That's why it's going to be called THE Suicide Squad. Oh, mm, not fancy. to be Not to be confused with Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. So, yeah. well, the definite article is important. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's so what that's called. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, jerk. Sometimes your smarts just, gosh, so condescending. So I'm, I'm sorry. Condescending. I don't mean to be. So, anyways, but yeah, there we go. So, we've got some good news there, as well as, I don't know, mixed yeah. review news, as yeah. far as I'm concerned that is with good DC. News. So, off air, though, you mentioned this resource because yeah. I, we talk about this a lot. Films, TV shows, uh, you and I off air were talking about our love for a new Netflix series that, that uh, came out last month, um, another comic book property, yeah. Umbrella Academy. Which was great. It was written by Gerard Way, lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Who wrote the comic. Um, who wrote the comic. He's They're currently working on season three or volume three of Umbrella Academy, so they're ahead of the story. Uh, I was reading an article last night. He's saying that they're wanting to have four and five done before they even finish season two of the TV show because they don't want to be like Game of Thrones. They want right. to get way ahead of this thing. Yeah. Um, but that's a show that it was like, man, I hope my kids can watch this. Wow, my kids absolutely cannot watch this. Yeah, like five minutes in, you're yeah. like, nope. Nope, man, mm -mm. that's a no. That is a definitive no. But yeah. I loved the show. Um and you you had mentioned a resource that is that was that wasn't a focus on the family really lame one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um, <laughs> I enjoy my relationship with Chip, so I'm not yeah. going to comment on that. So, uh, but so here's the thing. So if you are a a, a parent and you're trying to raise your kids, uh, you know, in a a Christian worldview yes. and in church, and you know, there's a lot of cool things out there, but you're not really sure what's appropriate for them, you right. know, and you look at the ratings and you look at, you know, reviews and that kind of stuff. It is hard sometimes to know. And so actually my wife showed me this the other day. It's called kidsinmind.com. It's kids-in-mind.com. Okay. And it is a movie review site that is 
really, really useful. And so um, if, as you just go to the website and you kind of scroll through, like they have the new Nancy Drew movie up, which I saw a promo for it on Instagram. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. My kids love Nancy Drew. I wonder if it's appropriate for them. And so before I even click the link right there at the bottom, it has content rating and it says S2V4L2. And what that is, it's the sexual uh, sexual content rating, which is a 2 out of 10. Okay. The violence rating, which is a 4 out of 10. And the language rating, which is a 2 out of 10. Okay. And I'm like, oh, before I even click the link, it's right there. That's already, like, in the wheelhouse of what I know my kids can handle. Like, violence for, yeah, no problem. They've seen, like, a ton of Marvel movies. Violence and action doesn't really bother them. Okay. Um, and so I'm like, that's great. And so as you click the link and go in there to see more detailed description, they will give you a scene-by-scene um, verbal description of what they mean by this constitutes as violence or this constitutes as uh, sex or nudity. I like that they give you a description and uh, an explanation of why they give their ranking because— that's one thing I'm leery of sometimes is I raise my kids a certain way and you go to different, whether it's a Christian site that's trying to give you a family perspective on it. Sometimes, you know, it's like language, eight out of 10, definitely don't do this. Right. They said poop. Yeah, because you're, <laughs> like, you're like, based on what? Oh, that's on, an eight, huh? Yeah, that's an eight. Ooh, okay. Uh, wrong site for me. Yeah, you probably shouldn't look at my uh, DVD collection then, you know. Yeah, and so like, right. and they, But they do it in a way that's vague so it doesn't spoil the plot. So I was looking at uh, Captain Marvel because my kids really want to see it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, is this going to be appropriate? And I'm starting to read through. It's like for the Nancy Drew thing. I don't know why I'm using Nancy. It was the Nancy first thing up here. Nancy Drew. So under, um, under sex and nudity, one of the things they describe it like this, two men hug in a friendship and a teen girl tells them ooh get a room a teenage boy a uh, teen boy in a photo has his arms around different girls an elderly woman that says uh, that a woman friend loves any man in a speedo okay there's no value judgment to it they're just yeah. like these are the things these that pop things that... on this kind of metric yeah judge for yourself and yeah. it doesn't ruin the plot yeah it's really really great and that's um, a 2 out of 10 it was a two out of ten. Okay, I'm cool yeah. with that. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever, cool, sure. I'm, you know, none of that. I, yeah. I live in the world. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and what's right? Yeah, exactly. Another so, member of the Stormy said, "Common Sense Media, another great resource." So right on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and so with uh, KidsInMind.com, go to it, use it if you like it. They actually have a subscription, that, like for two, three dollars, that helps them stay alive as a website. They're okay. kind of going a, doing a fundraising drive yeah. uh, right now. I have no vested interest in this other than I think it's a cool resource that you guys should check out. Okay, I like that, dude. Thank you. Yeah, of course. That's fun. I can't believe we just like blew blasted through an hour. Through an hour. I know. That was fun. Oh man! And now we have to return them to the regular <laughs> and now scheduled back program. To your regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, dude. Coming up, we got some Crowder. We got some uh, Toby Mac. So uh, keep it locked, of course. Dude, yeah. Always fun. Yeah. Always, always. When that Stranger Things uh, D&D comes out, can we play the campaign? Yeah, let's do it. Will you take me through it? Yeah, listen. Straight up. I will buy it if you will play. You don't have to buy I'll get it. Sure. If you buy it, I will run it. Okay. You get this one. I will get get this one. one. Exactly. (laughs) That's how it works, right? All right. All right. We got to take a quick break. Coming back, as I mentioned, Crowder, some Toby Mac. And, uh, yeah, more more of this year's show. So stay with us. This is Morning Invasion. See you guys.